0: remember, Aster became queen, and then she saved the king's life. So, the king probably really likes her, and it's going to be important. Yeah. Haman, who was the son of, of Hamadatha, was promoted by the king, and he was made really powerful and important, and all the king's servants had to pay homage to him. The king had commanded but Mordecai, Esther's cousin, he did not pay homage to him. So the king's servants said to Mordecai, why do you transgress the king's command? And when they spoke to him day after day, he wouldn't listen to them and he wouldn't pay homage to Haman. So they told Haman in order to see what would happen and whether Mordecai's words would stand for he had told them that he was a Jew when Haman saw that Mordecai did not bow down or pay homage to him, he was filled with fury. Why do you think Mordecai wouldn't bow down or pay homage to Haman? And because he only worships the true God. Is that worship? It doesn't say worship, but bowing down and paying homage. You know, like, it's the it's, it's sort of thing a lot of those Eastern religions that emperors and their servants would, like, Tell people to treat them like it's they were like gods. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of, but you bowed down to King without worshiping him. But yeah. Wait, why do? But hu- he didn't. Haman it? didn't want to just hurt Mordecai. Like um, sometimes um, um, bowing down can either be just a sign of respect or it can be worship. Yeah. <laughs> um, but them. so like, if the first person president came around. I would not bow down to a president. Why? So we don't... Some we, of this is customs, honey. Yeah. So it's just like, no one really bows to the president. Unless you mean like a little bow of the head, which is just like a sign of respect. Yeah, like that. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but most people... Most people don't even do it. They kind of nod their head, they shake hands. They, they usually they, just kind of shake hands. They talk respectfully. Why? Uh, That's what we do. We we don't We don't... Our country has never really wanted to do like bowing down. We don't have kings. We never wanted kings. You show respect, but that's not how we show respect in America. Anyway, so Haman was so angry, he didn't just want to kill Mordecai. He wanted to kill all of Mordecai's people. He wanted to kill all of the Jews throughout all of the kingdom of Haswarius. Of so in the first month, that's the month of Nisan, that's normally the month when the children of Israel would have their Passover, by the way, they cast lots before Haman day after day. And Haman said to King Ahasuerus, I'm not sure why it tells us that they cast lots. Maybe we will say a little bit. Haman said, there's a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed all throughout your kingdom, and their laws are different from those of every other people. And they don't keep the king's laws. Do you think that's true? Do you think that it's true that the Jews' laws was different and, that's, and that because of that they sometimes didn't keep the king's laws? Yeah. It's definitely true. God did that on purpose. There were several things about the laws of the Jews that were different than the nations. And God did that to mark them as different from the other nations, as his people, as the people that the Savior was going to come from. And in particular, one one thing that they wouldn't do is they wouldn't worship any false gods. Another thing they wouldn't do is they wouldn't work on Saturday. So there were lots of things about their laws that would have made them obviously different from other people. And that's the way it was supposed to be. That's true for us too. A lot of the things Jesus taught us to do are different from what other people in the world do. And he wants, he wants it to be like that. He wants us to be like a light where people say, oh, that's different. And the simplest way to describe the way that we're supposed to be different is to, show, is to say that we're supposed to love other people. And to love each other. And that's what Jesus' commandments teach us how to do. Another one is the way that we go to church on Sunday. You know, like a lot of our neighbors, some of them probably go, I'm sure some of them go to church on Sunday, but quite a few of our neighbors don't. So the ones that don't, well, do you think they probably notice that we do? Yeah. And maybe sometime that makes them think, why do they, why do they always go? What's, what What do they think is so important about it? And maybe sometime they give us an opportunity to tell them about Jesus. All right, so he said, you should get rid of these people. You should destroy them. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver into the hands of those who have charged the king's business that they may put it into the king's treasuries. So he was telling the king, you should kill these people and I'll give you a bunch of money if you do. And the king agreed. He said... The king, oh no, the, the king, king gave the money to Haman, sorry, to help him do this. Gave him money and soldiers to go and try to kill the Jews. So the king's scribes were summoned and they made a command and it was written and sent out to the of different lands and it was sent all over the place to instruct them to destroy, to kill, to annihilate all the Jews, young and old, women and children, in one day, on the 13th day of the 12th month, Yeah. Yep. And to steal all their stuff, and this was sent out to all the places, and it was sent out by couriers that everybody would, so that all the officials would know. And the king and Haman sat down to drink, but the city of Susa was thrown into confusion, probably like chaos because they heard that this was happening. That's a really, really evil plot, right? And that's a really bad king. Know what, we nation is, and she was from the Jewish nation. So the king does not know that Esther is a Jew. That's right. Okay. So, any king that like so easily listens to somebody who comes up to him and suggests, you know, it would be good for your kingdom if we killed all of this certain type of people, that's a foolish and bad king, right? Because why would this person want to kill all of those people? He's flattering yeah. you. He's, he's he's trying to make you think that that uh, this would be wise. And you it's not you shouldn't kill all the people of one race, right? That's crazy. That's racism. By the way, this is extremely similar to something that one of the evilest people in the history of the world tried yeah, Adolf Hitler, right? This is exactly what Adolf Hitler tried to do. Who's Adolf not, Hitler? Adolf Hitler was a terrible person. He yeah, was, he was a dictator. He really he became the leader of he basically took over by threats and violence and also by tapping into the anger of the, the people of Germany. He became the leader of Germany in World War in the time of World War II. I and he he did and Is he that? wanted to kill all the Jews and all the gypsies and all he actually wanted to kill all the black yeah, people. people and he also wanted to kill anybody who had like Like Down syndrome or like mental disabilities of any kind or people who had any kinds of uh, other sicknesses like that. This also reminds me of when we, um, there was this, so we went to this parade thing and and this was last year, the year before last year. Um, You said that there was someone killing a bunch of people in the parade. Oh yeah, somebody did that. Yep, that was really bad too. There was a person who killed some people at a parade, yeah. It was not, like last year. you're right that he killed people. This was more evil because he just managed to kill a whole lot more people than the guy That mm-hmm. the parade. Like he killed more people than are in your school. Now when Mordecai school? learned about everything that had been done, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the city and he cried aloud with a bitter cry. And he went to the entrance of the king's gate. Wait, were they scheduled to? Did he kill them? He's scheduled. There was a date. They were all supposed to be killed. Okay, so it hasn't happened yet. And in every province, wherever the king's command reached, there was a great mourning among the Jews, fasting and weeping and lamenting. And when Esther's young women and her eunuchs came and told her, she was deeply distressed. She sent garments to clothe Mordecai so that he might take off his sackcloth, but he would not accept them. And Esther called for Hathach, one of the king's eunuchs, who had been appointed to attend to her and to serve her. And she ordered him to go to Mordecai to learn why he was doing this, why he was crying out and in sackcloth. Apparently she doesn't know. So he went and talked to Mordecai, and Mordecai told him all that had happened and the sum of money that Haman had been promised to pay into the king's treasuries for the destruction of the Jews. Mordecai also gave him a copy of the written decree that had been sent out for the destruction of the Jews for him to show it to Esther and asked to ask her to go to the king and beg for his favor and plead on behalf of her people. So Hathak went and told Esther what Mordecai had said. And Esther spoke to Hathak and told him to go and say to Mordecai, All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that if any man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there is but one law to be put to death. except the one to whom the king holds out the golden scepter so that he may live. But I haven't been called into the king for these 30 days. So Esther's saying, this is a very dangerous thing you're asking for me to do because the law is that if you go to see the king when the king hasn't called for you, then you get put to death unless the king gives you the golden scepter. So they told Mordecai what Esther had said, and this is what Mordecai replied to her. Do not think to yourself that in the king's palace he will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silent at this time, Relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the king for such a time as this. Those were pretty wise and inspirational words that Mordecai spoke. He said kind of two things. First, he was saying, if you think that you, will, you can just like hide away and you'll escape and this won't hurt you, You're wrong. But then he also said, certainly deliverance will come from the Jews, from someone. If it doesn't come from you, it'll come from somewhere else. Why do you think he was so sure that deliverance for for the Jews would come from somewhere? Because of God. Because of God. He knew God's promises. That God was going to protect his people. That God was going to bring his people back to the promised land. And that the Savior was going to be born. Jesus hadn't been born yet. So there was no way that God was going to allow his people to be destroyed. But then he also encouraged her and he said, who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. He he understands that God uses all things for the good of his people. He's the one who brought Esther to be the queen. He's the one that gave her the opportunity to save the king's life so that later she could save her people. And that's a good reminder that there's lots of times in life where we could maybe say to ourselves, who knows whether God's brought me to, to this for such a time as this. God's but, put me where I am. God's given me the opportunities so I have. God took go her to be the king? God, well, the king is the one that want, chose her, but it's God that brought her there to put her in that position. So Esther told Mordecai, gather all the Jews in Susa and hold a fast on my behalf. Don't eat or drink for three days, and I and my young men will also fast and then I will go to the king, even though it's against the law. And if I die, I die." So Mordecai went and did everything Esther had said. Why did you think she asked him to have the Jews fast for three days and she would fast? Fast means not eating. Why do you think she would do that? She was praying. She was asking them to pray for her. You don't have to fast in order to pray, but they often did. They would go without eating in order to focus on prayer. And so they were praying to God to have mercy, so that when she went into the king that she wouldn't die. So that was pretty brave for Esther to do that, right? And she could be brave because she was trusting in the Lord. And Mordecai had brave words for her that helped encourage her to do what was brave because he was trusting in the Lord.